Now, the bill to reform the Resource Management Act, the RMA, has come back and has come back from Select Committee full of amendments. The main legislation replacing the RMA is the Natural and Built Environment Bill. And as I say, Select Committee has reported back on it today. David Parker is the Environment Minister. Hi, David. Hi, how are you, Hannah? I'm very well, thank you. Look, there are calls for you to send this out again, to consult with people again, just because of how massive and complex this is. Are you going to do that? No, look, you know, this this is five years of king. Uh, even before we started this, this parliamentary term, and it's taken a full three years to do it, there were prior um, input from, you know, from local government, from business organisation, environmentalists. Everyone agrees that the current system costs too much, takes too long, hasn't protected the environment. It's been a fail on all levels and there have been calls for repeal of the RMA for years. We're getting on and doing it. David, there are massive concerns about this bill. The changes that have been made, do they address the, the, the concerns that were raised by the Chief Justice about the potential for massive litigation? Uh, well, for a start, I wouldn't agree that there are massive, uh, lots of people opposed to the reform. Actually, 94% of all the submitters wanted the reforms to proceed. They just wanted changes to the detail. In respect of the particular point by the Chief Justice, she was right. Um, the legislation which constitutes the Environment Court doesn't have its own act. Uh, inadvertently did it under a treaty clause rather than just requiring them to enforce the law. So that's been changed at Select Committee to remove that provision. What about Simon Upton's concerns that this might not adequately protect the environment? Has that been addressed? Uh, yes, uh, the uh, the current system has been avoid, remedy, and mitigate. And what's happened is that increases of you know that have environmental effect have been mitigated, but they've accumulated when a thousand people do the same thing. This changes the system from moving effects to outcomes, so that you manage for outcomes like clean water or housing affordability. Are you pushing ahead with the co-governance aspect? Uh, there isn't co-governance. The Waitangi Tribunal wanted us to have co-governance arrangements. So did a lot of married and the select committee has reported it back unchanged from the form it went to them so that the regional planning committees that put together these plans, which reduce in number from over 100 around the country to 16, that committee is, uh, is dominated by councils, but there are two representatives on it. So if you had, say, 15 councils uh, in a region and it's close to that in, say, Canterbury, and two Maori representatives, you can see that it's not co-government. Yeah, OK, but are you going to push ahead with the fact that there have to be iwi representatives? That there have to be um, uh, uh, two representatives. The make-up otherwise is for local communities. But yes, otherwise you get into very complex arrangements and treaty issues. This actually simplifies them. You know that you are going to... I mean, this is, this is going to be the subject of a massive campaign against this because you're pushing ahead with this element. You realise that? Well, uh, there will be some people who say that, uh, but there are many parts of the country where the prior government already legislated for, in fact, 50-50 co-governance arrangements on it's, the way to That's not really my point. My point is that you've put five years of work into this and you're risking all of that because what's going to happen is that there will be a campaign against the EWI representation and you will lose. You, you will potentially lead to the repeal of this because of that. Is it worth it? Um, well, uh, yes, uh, this is not co-governance. Uh, there are participatory rights for Maoridom, but they don't dominate. Uh, you know, there are many, many years of effort that have gone in here, and I think it's a terrible shame after years of relative silence, the opposition are now jumping onto the issue to try and get themselves elected. They're really playing politics, waste of enormous amount of effort if they ever do that, and, of course, what do they go back to? 
the status quo which okay. is broken. Here's the thing, right? You've got a choice yourself because they say they're going to repeal this by Christmas. Why not slow it down and ensure that it does get passed with some support from the opposition rather than rushing it through before the election and ensuring it gets repealed? It is not rushed. This is uh, a five-year project after many years of complaints about the RMA. The complaints by the National Party here are political. They're not about the substance of the legislation. There'll be fewer consents needed. Plans will be uh, better. Uh, There are hundreds of millions of dollars for saving. It'll take less time to get a resource consent for a subdivision or to build a new power station. This is so much better than the status quo. They know it. They're playing politics. All right. Hey, uh, David, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, David Parker, the Environment Minister. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.